You're listening to Hello the Scottish Football, Scottish Football Forum's Forum podcast, podcast. I'm Chris, the home and, uh, of Scottish Football Banter. Go spin class tonight. Podcast. Right. I was just, I was saying to the light I said usually if one of us can't make the podcast, the other, the rest of us make up an excuse like something cr- like daft that we're doing. That other folk are doing, whereas actually Craig has gone to a spin class, by the way, guys. <laughs> he's, he's not. That's, that's not just us kid on here. He's spin class. I, I would love to say I made that up, but what? He, t- he told me earlier it was legs, bums and thumbs he was going to. <laughs> legs, bums and thumbs, aye. So he must have changed that up for you guys. I bet there's an instructor he's got his eye on. <laughs> Need to tell his missus. <laughs> Alright, we've or, got a... Or his, or his boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never said what sex instructor was. <laughs> anyway, right, we've got a, 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 probably a packed sort of show tonight because there's two lots of fixtures, which I don't think any of us actually seen the Madrid games. But we'll, we'll, we'll gloss over them probably and then we'll move on to the weekend fixtures. Uh, we'll talk about yet another disappointing charity bet. Uh, and then we'll preview the... Uh, League Cup semi-finals this weekend coming, as well as the, the, the SPFL fixtures that are taking place at the weekend as well. So I suppose we better start with a charity bet, where uh, Jason Cummins didn't score uh, for Hibs, so that was another week of the, the first goal scorer. It was a bit selfish this week, because it was actually a penalty, it was the opening game in the, the Hibs game, and Dylan McGee took it. It was Jason Cummins that was the one that was knocked down. Surely he should have taken it, think of the charity. Yeah, it's got to be his, it's got to be his kick, surely. Shocking. Aye, a striker, he should have claimed it. So that's scuppered us for the first goal scorer. The, the other bet was pretty close. Sadly, uh, Queen's Park let us down by getting a one each draw. Uh, Dundee did come from behind to get their victory. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that because uh, the sports scene actually used some technology last night when they were discussing uh, that game. So. I don't believe that. I know, I was, I was shocked and stunned. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Queen's Park scuppered us, so again, we're. Uh, it's it's about as close as we've got we can get without actually winning any money but still we're on a bad streak we're going to need to arrest that see what we I can was, do later on I was talking to a guy at my work, at my work today and they were saying that Queen's Park let him down for 270 quid he was quite it feels so bad now <laughs> the charity event was about 70 or 80 quid so that's not quite as much but anyway. right so midweek games there was a Tuesday night game where uh, Inverness beat St Johnson 2-0 I've never seen any of it. Was it no, even? No. Was on the telly, was it? No, I've not watched any highlights. I think there's highlights on the BBC, BBC website, website and you YouTube and that if you want yeah. it, but uh, I, I was busy concentrating on the highlights on the weekend as opposed to stuff that happened last midweek. You wouldn't care anyway. Aberdeen didn't play in midweek. Exactly. exactly but, so. uh, have you just moved that game somewhere? That game? Like, I, I must, that was the Tuesday, Wednesday was a full card, but Aberdeen's game got moved somewhere. I think it was yeah. Ross County on Metro. Oh, I, I did. Did they not opt out? Was that the one they opt out games? No, I, th- I think they just moved it. I think they've moved. As, have they maybe moved it to the uh, a couple of weeks' time when it's the Scottish Cup games? Yeah, maybe. I think that might be. What I'm sure I said to Craig yep. during the week. Aye, Aberdeen oh, Roscoe, right, three o'clock I... Saturday, seventh of February, Scottish Cup weekend. Oh, there we go. So there you go. Sensible. Let's move it to Saturday, three o'clock instead of midweek. Aye, far better. All right, great idea. Maybe Greg was wishing we'd done that as well, though. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday's game was the only one I have actually seen as the 4 0 Scud and the Wallable. It was about time we put a few goals passes, I think. Yes, Scud and the operative word, I think. The post and the bar saved us from a, 
An absolute route. Uh, it was a weird game because until, in fact, it was probably until the second goal, just at the end of the first half, we were looking turgid. The the first goal came for a poorly cleared corner that Stokes got a second chance to put in, and Van Dyke was at the back post completely one up. Yep. But the second goal was a decent move. Um, uh, ball in for Stokes again, actually. Uh, found Griffiths, and he was there to, to head at home. But uh, I mean, that, it, was, it took until that second goal for Celtic really to start lifting it. And then, as you say, we hit the the post, we hit the crossbar. I think it was it was three times we hit the woodwork or something. Yeah. Uh, Izzy and Lustig were both denied by the woodwork. That's our fullbacks. <laughs> it was that kind of game. In fact, Lustig got the other two goals in the second half, so the, he was about an inch away from a hat trick, having only come on at half time. I was. I mean, I watched. I watched most of it on the. I got a a completely legal stream. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, I managed, I managed to watch. I was actually. I was. I was close to going to the game. I thought about going to the game during the day, but. It's the usual nonsense these days, you need to buy a ticket, so I didn't have made it to Fir Park for six o'clock to buy a ticket, and I was just, I was running too late, so in the end I didn't go in, and just as well, because, I mean, we, we did our usual, we turned up and tried to keep it tight for 60, 70 minutes, and, well, we couldn't, we couldn't keep it tight for 30, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. the game plan was kind of bust 30 minutes in, and after that it was really just wave after wave of Celtic attack, and in some ways I thought in the second half, um, we played a wee bit better because I think we'd kind of ah. given up a ghost by that point. That's kind of sticking 10 behind the board just doesn't work for us. So at least we came out a wee bit. But, I mean, we never threatened any way, shape or form. So we almost, in some ways, we got away with a 4 the during the week. Aye. Well, it wasn't even the biggest one of the weekend, or the midweek goal, because uh, Chris Dolan decided to get four all by himself in a 5 0 win against Hamilton for this. I, never, I mean, I know Hamilton have just appointed... Uh, as the manager, but I mean, I didn't expect a five 0 scudding off Thistle. Thistle have done that a couple. Do you know what do that? Inverness four 0 Thistle are having the weirdest run of fixtures, but they never get two consecutive results. Know that they're actually in ninth place, but they've got a positive goal difference. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy because it's these silly results like the four 0 and the five 0 and stuff. You got like you look at the teams around them. You've got Ross Ross County minus twenty four, Sutton minus twenty two, Motherwell minus thirty, Partick Thistle plus five, Kilmarnock minus seven. <laughs> minus 30 I know, I know, I know. brutal <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing at Greg that's your You've team you've got to laugh John <laughs> you don't laugh you'll cry halfway uh, through the season we're minus 30 about oh, nine yeah. of them are Hamilton though they know oh I nine of them Hamilton hey that's the only upside for me the fact that Hamilton are now looking pish that, you, that your man's away so I'd love to drag him down to the bottom six to be scudded again that's, that's, uh, that's my hope for a season they don't get top six they don't care about us anymore as long as they don't get top six I think they're no well I suppose I could maybe no finish top six if they continue the way they're going well, yeah, four long, that's, that's four, three, four, four, four losses three, three, the last three haven't even scored yep aye so, on uh, the slide bubble right, burst bubbles burst yeah. and Karen's got a job till well summer certainly I don't know whether it's longer than that I think certainly get the right. job just now. This is fair enough. Uh, uh, D, they've had a bit of form again. Yeah, they've no, five games unbeaten. Yep. Uh, well, I hope McCormack was a, a decent result. I waited some morning. We kind of, well, we predicted that so much she stuck it in the charity, but. <laughs> so I, I done dear and I got a bit of form. The other game on Wednesday night was uh, St. Martin, Dunny United. That was a one each draw. Dunny United slumped up again. But uh, at least I've been joined in that now, eh, John. Because <laughs> to the Friday night game. Back oh, to back draws for Aberdeen. Aye. We're in crisis now. That's the like ball's crashing yeah. all sorts. I mean, that's, that's what everyone's saying. We're still like ten games unbeaten. I know. We've had a couple of draws. And <laughs> that, 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 welcome to title races. 
Ah, you dropped any it's points like, at all, Crisis. I know, it's like, it's bit, I don't know, maybe it's a good thing, maybe that, but um, that folk are saying that I had bottles crash and all that kind of thing. I don't know, I mean, same as last week, we were behind, we've came back from being behind, managed to get a point, we've probably gained a point as opposed to lost two points, I think, going by the by the, the highlights that I've seen, I think maybe ah, just had a couple of chances. Have I said that? I mean, full credit. Yeah, again, uh, I'm, I'm really wacko. What was? Oh, really? I that's been that's superb. Um, my beautiful sight. It's clearly a player that's full of confidence at the moment. Right, definitely. Um, in terms that of that, is, but once, is that his twentieth of the season, I think. Aye, aye, he's doing great. Um, but yet again, we hit the bloody crossbar. <laughs> Almost every week, I'm on here saying that someone's hit the bar for us on a post. It wasn't McGinnis' time, it was good, Willie. Really. You're just Aye. thinking, my God, the amount of times he fit would work. Unbelievable. Um, but to be fair, I think St. Johnson probably could have sneaked it at the end, but Scott Brown had a terrific triple save. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the there was another chance that. right at the end as well, where the ball was put across the face of goal, and just, uh, somebody slid in just didn't make contact with it. I think if you get anything on it, it was, cause it was a, the winner. Aye, I, I, mean, I, I know the, the, the triple save you're talking about for Scott Brown, that was fantastic, because I thought that was a sure goal. Uh, but I think in terms of, I think, it's, oh, mind you, St John's at the post as well, actually. Yeah. Um, but, and then you also had Chris Kane's fresh air swipe. <laughs> if you, I don't know whether you've seen that one in sports as well, but today uh-huh. so St John's certainly had a good few chances, and probably, I think, going by the highlights, certainly, uh, as I said, they probably deserve to win. So, uh, as I say, we've probably gained a point there, as opposed to maybe drop two um, we hope good news as though we've obviously said Graham Shinney on a pre-contract mm-hmm. uh, on a three year deal which is a good bit of business whether we try and get him in this month I don't know because I read yesterday that the difference between second and fourth place is like 420,000 so it's not like the days going by where the difference right. was less than 100,000 so for us to maybe try and sign him we'd have to spend a wee bit kind of Nah, because it might be worthwhile for others to keep them and try and get that extra space. Right. Try and get second, certainly. I mean, they're still in the hunt for second. They're still in the um, hunt for first. I had to laugh at that one sports scene last night. Inverness, a point behind Aberdeen, they're in the title race? No. Aye, well... Just, just writing them off a guy, then. A point behind Aberdeen? It's maybe just... A, I think, I don't know whether in terms of depth of squad, whether they've got much of a depth of squad. I, 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 I reckon they're in as much a title race as Aberdeen, no. Realistically. Um, I mean, they're putting together the... the, the the way he's running results they're not quite as good as Aberdeen but certainly if they can if they can keep up what they're doing then there's no reason they can't yeah they've already um, beat us which is more than Aberdeen can see aye aye we've, we've yet to beat you but hopefully that's still to come and was it 1st of March 1st of March yeah the game, the game that's been moved for TV so well I think we were playing the second leg of the uh, animal land game so it was, it was always going to be Sunday anyway aye so I think that's it's just been moved earlier so the Aberdeen fans can't make it but in terms of that, I suppose maybe it's maybe it's a four-team title race anyway. Ah, because then United are, are too adrift in Lanes, so there's certainly there's certainly a few teams in there. Hamilton are starting to look a bit adrift. They play the game more than everybody else, and they're six points behind Dundee United now. So they're yeah. looking whether they're trying to get the top six place rather than doing anything else. Uh, but one thing that will still be interesting to see and like earlier on in this month, McInnes was saying he wanted to get two players in this month. We've only got a week to go, but. I know a lot of teams will still be finalising their scores down south, for example. Aye. If it's maybe loan signings or whatever kind of signings we're getting. I've heard talk of it been after a Dutch defender, a Welsh defender. I think certainly that's a priority with Taylor uh, being injured. Um, Aye, I, 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 
Is that Aye, right? something like I think that. Yeah, and I don't think I would, the fact that Anderson, I don't, I don't know whether Anderson will, if he does, even if he does play again, it will take him a while, I think, to get back up to speed in terms of how long he's been out injured. So really, a centre back in would be, would be good because I think even by us at the weekend having to put uh, Hayes back to left back, Considine and beside Reynolds, it takes away a lot of att- attacking threat. Yeah. And the fact I think Considine's not played centre back for a while. It maybe showed a bit and at the weekend, I don't know, he didn't look that comfortable. Uh, there's maybe a question there about the, the Ash Taylor affecting the, the Aberdeen defence, because they have been solid up until now, and then obviously losing him yeah. to injuries, they've started conceding a wee bit. But... Yeah, when he started off, his Aberdeen career and folk were like ready to write him off after about two or three games, but he's, he's, certainly, he's certainly become a crucial player, and I think there's even talk now, he's, I think he qualifies to play for Scotland at He's been looked at in terms of a possible call-up. Obviously, he's been injured. Yeah. He's going to no get it hauled up for the next game. But there was talk that he has been getting watched and getting looked at. So. Oh, there was talk of him switching allegiances to Scotland. I think at the moment he's been capped by Wales under-21s, I think. I'm I sure think so, which is it's not enough to keep him Welsh. So. Aye, if Strachan wants to jump in there, that's another man to certainly keep his eye on. Um, but I think even if we were to get players in... Before the transfer window, I can't see them featuring on Saturday. I'd be very surprised. Um, I think it would it wouldn't really give them enough time for to kind of get to know the kind of system. Don't know. Maybe I suppose it depends what player comes in and how intelligent they are in terms of kind of fitting in quickly. But I, I don't think McInnes would risk putting a player in first game in the kind of semi final unless it's a right. You know, as I say, a right good good player, intelligent player. But we'll see. Oh, well, that's, that's the way it goes in the transfer windows. It's nothing happens for three and a half weeks, and it's frantic. Oh, last week, as you start getting linked to people and start trying to get one signings in, as you say, find people finalise their squads and they can actually see who they can let go. I mean, there's not been much that's happened around this window. I mean, St. Mirren have signed that Freddie Arkin, which looks like it's been a disaster of a signing. Two red cards in three games. I mean, <laughs> where, where, well, the first one got downgraded, to be fair. Aye, better start to your career. Plus, plus as well the, the chance he had as well against Dundee on Saturday I mean he had loads of space to finish yeah, but I, I, I'll defend him a wee bit I thought the, the second booking was a bit harsh he looked like he slipped I did look I, don't, yeah, I wouldn't I, say it was a dive I don't, it wasn't a penalty but there's no way it was a dive it was, it was really harsh yeah. although I, I, I was, we may as well move on to the, the Saturday games here and if we're going to talk about penalties uh, what happened at Tannadies? <laughs> Uh, it was it was a weird one. I was because uh, I'd gone up to the game Saturday and um, I was at the opposite end of the park. So it's hard to tell. And for the angle I was looking at, they both looked like decent claims, but it, I mean they were both waved away, so there wasn't really a lot of debate about them. And I think even when you see with the TV angle last night for the the camera in the stand, it's it's kind of fifty fifty. But it's when you see the the footage of the camera behind the goals, yeah, they're two stone walls. Both are <laughs> stick-ons. I mean, there's not even there's no debate about either of them. So. In some ways, that just sums up uh, a lot of the a lot of the luck we've had this season. It's just we're just we're just not getting these decisions, and um, I don't know. It's frustrating. Because that was nothing each when both of those yeah. decisions were made. So you I mean you could have been talking to nothing? Which I mean, all right, given our track record, there's not to say we never lost to be two. But do you know I mean at least gives you a fighting chance? But you're just like I don't know. I don't know where I don't know when our bad luck's going to run. It to be honest, it must be sometime soon. 
Til befærd af Greg Thompson, og foreslår jeg altså det, fordi han er ikke kommet for semifri nu. Om hun ikke går i spart gear, vil jeg være deres weekend, det bliver nødt. Til befærd af, at det gælder i andre decision, Ray Avenger, hvor jeg først awarded that goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even Saturday, I mean, I, I was standing, which was miles away, it didn't look in. So I was kind of surprised when he turned and pointed at the centre circle. But uh-huh. um, it's a, just a kind of bizarre explanation that's been given. He's 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 claiming that he thought the linesman said goal, and the linesman says no, I said play. <laughs> right, I heard so, Ian Barakov talk about that, and it was, it was a sarcastic tone of. Aye, they, I mean, they sound the same. I mean, immediately I don't believe him. I don't believe that's 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 the fact. I think they've just made the balls up of it. To be yeah. honest, but what was what a lot of people have been debating. And I don't know whether this is the case or not, but because they they, they get the call wrong, it ended up being a drop ball in the box, which Mother weren't allowed to contest. Who's that? What? It's not a drop ball. Exactly. I mean, exactly. It was, it was it was Pearson that was going up to contest, and he was just waved away. So the ball was <laughs> dropped the front. Just to go along. Ah, the ball was dropped in front of the keeper and he just kicked it out. <laughs> You're thinking, what? But I mean, that's just, <clears throat> I just sums a, sums a pair of luck on Saturday. But to be honest, it's the, first, it's the first time this season that we've looked as though we've shown any signs of actually caring about trying to get compete and win a game. And I mean, the 3-1, I'm not going to say it flatters United because they, they probably deserve to edge in terms of the, they played the better football and yeah. it was two good strikes for Telford but I mean we, we were in and about that game we had opportunities as well we got two penalty shouts but we've also had a couple of good chances up the other end and uh, it's the first time we've, I've actually seen a wee bit of spark for that squad of players it makes me think that there might be there might be half a chance they're up for a up for a scrap to the end of the season because that's that's the way it's going to be and the guy what, the one guy that did that was Stephen Pearson because the, the game during the week he was anonymous uh, maybe just maybe just because it was that type of game, but on Saturday he was um, he was all over the place. Looks as though he's still definitely got the the fitness level to play uh, play SPL, and he's still got enough ability to be probably probably our best player on the, on the pitch on Saturday. So it was a weird one at three one at the end of the game. I was actually quite upbeat. Having hadn't watched it, but then having watched the highlights and sports scene last night, I was chucking stuff at the telly. You know, <laughs> good to help you have it. Pearson being back at help in terms of goals from midfield. I think so, aye. I think he's so. He's the kind of player that'll get into the box and certainly you get beyond maybe I mean, Sutton obviously isn't going to have much movement but Pearson yeah. I think will get a few goals for you. See, I mean the only, but, the only question mark was over his fitness but having seen him on Saturday I mean, he played the 90 minutes and he didn't look he didn't look at a place playing 90 minutes either he was still running about when uh, some of the rest of them had, had chucked in the towel so I think uh, I think he'll be a decent acquisition till the till the end of the season. It might just be the wee spark we need um, to to kind of get us a couple of goals and drag us out of where we are just now. You mean but, even even on Wednesday night, he, he looked he certainly looked fat. Um, he mm. Maybe didn't do much in the game, but yep. he certainly yep. looked as if he was he was fat yep. and ready. Yep. So hopefully we'll get another two or three in this week and bolster the squad a wee bit because we're sitting with something like eight or nine injuries just now, and I don't think there's much sign of some of the longer term ones coming back guys like Stevie Hamill's now had to go for an operation in his groin so I don't see him being back Leslie's got a broken toe Vigers has got some losses Hamill and Leslie that's massive Hamill, Vigers Lawson um, McHugh St. Francis Angle all well, these guys are, are crocked Yama suspended so 
you know, it's, it's a weird one because as much as I think Barakoff would love to drop a few of them and change the team, he just can't. Struggle. I mean, the, team, the team's picking itself. We've got five under-20s in the bench. So Maybe take your boots away at training this week. Maybe take a visit, Greg. Aye, well, John, I could, I, I'm not being funny, but I, I could probably still play at that level. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh. Slip through the net, mate. I just slipped through uh, the net. It's one of these. My chance is gone. It's quite interesting looking at Dundee United team at the weekend, though, in terms of they left out Mackay, Stephen, Chifty and Erskine. Mm. Whether they were they're saving them for... That's all, it's a, a, week, a week of a gap, but I suppose... I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what Telford's not done his uh, chances of playing against Aberdeen in the, the semi-final any harm. They were two, they were two been... fantastic strikes. Aye, they were really finishes. finishes. I think he's been playing a, bit, a fair bit recently anyway. Has he not been coming off uh, the bench? No, I don't... Well, he's certainly been featuring a fair bit. He's still a lot, huh? He's rotating a wee bit, maybe McNamara, but Mackay Stephen, it might just be the fact that he's obviously agreed his pre-contract. He's maybe just thought, well... You can sit on the bench. Uh, it was funny. He came on. He came on Saturday with maybe maybe twenty minutes to go, and it's hard to tell because it was kind of one of the games. I mean, we were like I said earlier, we were right up for it. So you've got guys like Ramsden and and Reed who are putting in hefty challenges, and my guy Stephen just didn't look as though he wanted to be there. And it's yeah, you can kind of understand that he's getting chucked off the bench, and he's got two or three guys that are, are ready to kick the ball right through him, half a chance. So he was. It was kind of noticeable that he was not really involved in the game that much. And Chiefty as well, to be honest, he was he was um, he was really poor. I mean, every every challenge that went in him, he was done looking for a free kick and had his arms up in the air. So I don't know. I don't think either of them fancied that fancied that game Saturday. I seen Annie I started for them. Aye, aye. I mean, I think that was maybe part of McNamara's thinking as well. He knew we were obviously going to come. Fire the ball forward and, and chase it up. So he's maybe he's maybe tried to put a wee bit of um, a wee bit of strength into that side as well. And I mean, Andy looked all right, but he, did, he didn't create a great deal. But yeah, he put himself a bit of a wee bit. And I think he'll be he'll be a decent signing for Dundee United. But I mean, if you've got a chieftain and you've got other options up front, Armstrong, I don't see him being a I don't see him being a first choice to be honest. I'd just be off the bench. Yep. There are lots of options Dundee United anyway in the attacking sense of things. Oh, aye. When they when they get going, they're a, they're a good side to watch, um, and I think that was the key on Saturday. We we kind of tried not to let them play football, but the, the goals that they scored was when you know we we didn't pick them up. We let them run through the middle of the park, and they can't do that with them because they just they rip you to shreds. But aye, the boy Telfer's um, the boy Telfer looks like a real good prospect. Like Chris says, both of his finishes on Saturday were just inch perfect, man, inch perfect. So that's an underrated double game. Um, I don't really want to talk about the Ross County Celtic game because it was pretty rubbish to be honest it was a deflection that won the game Chris Coleman, Chris Coleman shot finally ended up the back of the net Nobody the first league goal since September yeah but then it was a few games you never played so Aye. It's, but yeah he's, he's been due one so I think we have to give him up even if it was a massive deflection that looked over the keeper but uh, it was, we probably have played better but I think we missed uh, Johansson because he went off in the, the Motherwell game in midweek with a head knock when he cluttered O'Brien, who also didn't play, but he was suspended or something. Aye, uh, suspended, yep. Suspended. Aye. Uh, um, so I think we miss Johansson. There's very little creativity. And if the goal was going to come for anywhere, it was going to be Chris Commons. Uh, there was a decent chance for uh, Griffiths and Gadetti at one point in the second half, but they seem to prefer having to keep him up. But uh, it, was, it wasn't a great game, so it was nice to get the three points and get the... The three-point buffer ahead of Aberdeen at the top of the league with a game in hand. So, what about hey. the um, what about the Ross County penalty claim? Oh, 
I've seen people trying to claim that's a penalty. What for? As he get his arm? I'm not convinced. That's a... It was certainly on the soft bracket. It would have been incredibly given. soft. And see, give, soft. see, given some of the things the referee let go later during that game, but uh, Ross County were grabbing Celtic players left, right, and centre. There was a point I tweeted: Do you actually have to throw a Celtic player to get the free kick? And then about ten minutes later, a Ross County player threw a Celtic player, and the referee play on. I thought, oh, we have answered the question then. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, no, no, there was somewhat sixty odd percent possession for Celtic in that. We got about six fouls, and Ross County got about twenty. Some very, very strange uh, statistics in that game, but nah, it wasn't a great spectacle. It was yet another game that we were on Sky, I think it was. Aye, this guy because David Tanner was doing the, the, the punditry afterwards. So. Aye, it was that, and then there was uh, the two each game with Kilmarnock and Partick Thistle, which looked like it was a, a pretty entertaining game at least. Just as we said earlier, it's a pity that the, the Thistle fans didn't seem to turn up for it. Because the stands yeah. were empty, and we know Commander fans don't turn up for their games. Oh, and Pascali did the classic 1982 Italian goal celebration. We just <laughs> ran, you know that way. The, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he, he then he then contributed to the equaliser by uh, being the guy that played everybody on side. <laughs> I noticed that in the highlights as well, because he had that he had that moment where he looked over the lines and I went, "Oh yeah, it's me that's played everybody on." Oh well, <laughs> he's kind of looking away sheepishly. But, uh, I don't think it was much else to say about the, the weekend's games. Oh, Hamilton yeah. lost again because we missed it. Inverness, it was Aye. a 2 0 win at New Douglas Park. But, um, Inverness, five games in a row. Aye, that's why they're up oh. there challenging. But uh, we should probably mention that the the uh, the man who isn't here was actually at the Hamilton Inverness game. Craig was there. Oh, aye, they paid the 10 pence. The whole 10 pence. And uh, oh, did you see the picture Hamilton tweeted, did he? About the, we're just counting our. Uh, Collections for the, the gates, <laughs> and there was like one P's in there. Who pays in Smash when it's 10p? And, and who, who, pays, who pays 10p? Ah, Do you know what I mean? Pay, surely, surely surely a, a, couple of, a couple of quid or something, you know? Uh, you might know who pays 10p. Uh, Craig, he paid 10p. Uh, the guy in front of him paid a pound. He was claiming that he, was, he paid 10p because he was going to buy a pie, and, and there was no pies left. He's claiming there was no pies left because he left into the 89th minute. And the pie's 20 quid, aye. <laughs> he would do it in 90 minutes looking for a pie. For a pie. Oh, see, that's just that. He should know better. He's a, he's a connoisseur of the fat ball pie, too. Craig loves a pie. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> 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 apart, apart from when he's at spin class. Uh, John, John, I've had some dodgy pies in Hamilton. That's not really why I go and pick up a pie. <laughs> anyway, he was, I see that Hamilton Ackies have done. There's some, some deal for the last four home games before the split I think you can get a ticket for all four for 20 quid maybe something like that aye there's some deal about yeah, what, four games and aye four, four home games are four the, for the split I think you get two kids tickets or something so aye good on them it's good that's it it was 12 tickets so I'll come to about a total of 20 quid or something like that because it's, it's an adult and two kids that's what I was it's, it's, good, it's good idea because right? I mean that was the, the Dundee United game Saturday I get in for a tenner because I've got a season ticket at Fair Park. Motherwell and Dundee United have got an arrangement where if you get a season ticket, the way supporters get in for £10. And to be honest, that's, that's part of the reason I went up there on Saturday because uh, otherwise I'm probably not bothered. So it's, it's good to see clubs still trying to make it a wee bit more attractive to get folk along to games that are otherwise just going to be two men and a dog. Uh, there, was, there was some, there's some yeah. mutual thing with Partick Thistle and St Mirren this weekend as well. Right. So they're, they're, they've got a kind of discount on other way tickets. It's a good so. idea. It's a good idea. Aye. That's good to see. 
Right, so that's uh, all the weekend's games and all the midweek games covered. Uh, we'll probably move on to the, the the upcoming games. There's nothing in midweek, but uh, we do have the, the Scottish League Cup semi-finals to look forward to. Oh, the big cup. It's Startling, big cup. Oh, it's the Diddy Cup. It's oh, always it's the Diddy the Cup. The big the cup. The Scottish Cup's a Diddy no, Cup now. No, no, no. Scottish oh, Cup's a big cup. This is a Diddy Cup. And then oh, there's the no, Diddy no, Cup, no. which is the all one Livingston playing the final or something. But uh, aye, we'll start off with uh, we'll start off with your game, John, because that's a Saturday three o'clock kickoff. Sensible time to get the Aberdeen fans down to Glasgow. Plenty of time for the pre-match party as well. Right, get a pre-match party at the one of the kind of clubs in near Hamden. Eight hundred fans kind of going there, so nice. looking forward to that. Um, taking the the wee man for his it was his birthday yesterday, so I surprised him with tickets, so he's pleased with that. Right, so it'll be a, a full day, a full day out on Saturday. Maybe pre-match for about, oh, I don't know, three, four hours. Sensible time for the kickoff, which is good. I think as well, maybe the fact we've drawn the last two games maybe kind of makes us just kind of refocus and go right, make us a bit more determined to win. Obviously, we're trying to defend, defend the trophy from last season as well. Should be, I think. It could be a cracker of a game, I think. Fancy your chances um, as well. You beat Dunny the last time you played them. Is that right? We did. Mind you, they've, they've beat us in the se- earlier on in the season as well. Like, Gubb does 3-0, so... Oh, well, well. Um, I suppose the, that, big, the big ball will be Ash Taylor still missing. It will be, aye. Um, as I said earlier, I don't know whether we'll get something in before Saturday, but if not, then I would expect the team to be pretty similar to what started Saturday, apart from... I don't know whether Willow Floods maybe played as well with the team, and Cammy Smith might start. Cammy Smith supposedly last kind of few games has been looking quite sharp coming off the bench so it'll be interesting to see how we line up and it would be great don't really care who scores but it would be great if Good Willie could score the winner against his old club because <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't even beat a bit of that player against his old club um, to see how he would react from that it's, it's a pity it's a pity this it's one hard game to call I think it's a hard game to call uh, I, could, I mean, if you had your, your full squad available, I would, I would probably fancy Aberdeen to win it. I think just the last couple of games is showing Aberdeen do have a defensive frailty there somewhere, especially if they're having to reorganise at the back, like you said. Definitely. There. So that probably gives Dunn United a, a, a chance, a decent chance. And I think they'll be wanting to make a final of this, this tournament, especially having lost it in the Scottish Cup final last year. So, yeah, because so that's a I can't really see what 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 else we can really do with the defence apart from what how we kind of set up on Friday. So our options are fairly limited there because yeah. Anderson's still out. You could maybe switch Logan to left back, but then Shaughnessy at right back or something like that. But Shaughnessy had not played for us for a while, much as he's been playing for he was playing at Falkirk on loan. So I think you can probably that kind of covers things. Good Willie and Renee will play, McGill will play, Paul will play, Jack will play. So I think it is possible whether it's maybe Flood or Smith. Whether he goes with the experience of Flood or maybe he goes with Smith. I think he'll probably, even though maybe Flood gets subbed at the weekend, I think he'll probably, or Friday, sorry, I think he'll probably go with Flood anyway. Just for the experience. Mm-hmm. Dundee Ride, don't know how they'll set up at top, because they've been certainly rotating the team a wee bit. Yeah, that's... But I think, I think... The kind of confusion thing is they have been rotating quite a bit, so it's kind of hard to tell. Well, I say yeah. earlier, I think the offer's definitely in my, a, a good shout of starting that game. I think he will start. Uh, well, I think Chifty, I think Chifty will certainly start up front. And then it's whether they play. You've got Mackay Steven, you've got Erskine, you've got Dill, you've got Connolly. So there's a few there. Uh, I don't know. And obviously you've got Armstrong as a kind of threat there as well in the kind of midfield. So he's certainly, Matt, the man has got plenty of options. They've got quite a kind of 
it could be it could be a good game if both teams go out and have a goal for it, which I hope they do. Because I mean, there's nothing worse than watching two good attacking sides sitting sitting back trying to play a cage. If both of them come out and have a right go, it could be a cracker again. There's bound to be goals in that. Because like you say, both both defences at the moment are a wee bit shaky, and uh, I mean United have certainly got the certainly got the power going forward to, to cause Aberdeen problems and vice versa as well. So I mean, you could be you could be looking at arguably a much better game on the Saturday than potentially we're going to have on the Sunday. I was going to say earlier, it's a pity that game's not on the TV, because for me, that's, I'm more interested in watching that one than necessarily the, the game on the Sunday, to be honest. I think you say the Aberdeen Dunny, the, the Aberdeen Dunny United game is one of those games where either team's got a good chance of winning it. Mm. If they both play to their potential, it's going to be a cracking game. Yep. Whereas, if Celtic and Rangers, the following day, they both play at their potential, then Rangers will get scudded. It's a worst. Yep. But I haven't seen, I haven't really seen Celtic play at their potential at all this season. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's a turgid, a turgid game. There's obviously all that, the nonsense that goes with uh, the, the two sets of fans and their love for each other. <laughs> Aye. It's quite, quite interesting going back to our game in terms of, you would think it was a, almost a stick on for both teams to score. But both times we played each other that season. Uh, only one kept got a clean sheet the first time, and then we kept a clean sheet. So right. Aye, they beat us three 0 opening day of the season, but we just come off the back of playing Sociedad um, and putting a lot into that game, and then yeah, we beat them two 0 in December. It was a week so, team that won both times as well, wasn't it? it was, aye, you won the tie, I won it. I won at Pedodre, so. Aye. So. Well, yeah, both away for him last time. So. <laughs> aye, I, I can't. I, I tell you one thing, no, I've I, I, I don't know whether I said this last year before the cup final. Penalties, like, please no. Do not go to penalties. <laughs> Aye, uh, you know, usually. Like, actually, uh, no. The, the good news about this is if it goes to penalties, you're playing a top flight team. <laughs> it's, usually uh, the, it's usually the World League teams ever didn't get to in this cup. It's just, it's, just, it's just horrible. It's horrible. Don't mind, maybe. I mean, extra time is bad enough, but penalties, uh, just please no. Hopefully it's settled in 90 minutes um, in terms of that. But I think tickets wise, I think there's been I think we've sold close on twenty thousand, not far off twenty thousand. The last I'd seen I think Dundee United had sold seven and a half thousand and then you'll have your front sandwich brigade and all that kind of thing. So hopefully it should be kinda of, I don't know, maybe close to forty thousand maybe at the game would be good. Um, in terms of that. No, Thankfully I got a good ticket, I'm in the north stand. Um, oh you better see the game then, you don't have to take the walkers. I refuse to sit behind the goals. Uh, me too. I think it, unless I was strong, really struggling to get a ticket, I would always pick the north or the south, depending on which stand we were in. I, I would just I hate behind the goals at Hamden. It's I don't really like it in many stadiums, to be honest. But um, not Hamden especially. It's terrible. Hamden's uh, dreadful for it. I mean, my season ticket seats behind the goal, so I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not exactly opposed to sitting behind goals, and I think most uh, sort of away venues you go to tend to be away. You take me behind the goal as well, but. I try and avoid it like the plague at Hamden. If I can get a, a South Stand ticket, so much better. If I can get a North Stand ticket, I take that. Uh, my Scotland season ticket is actually technically behind the goals, but when you look at where it actually is, it's just at the corner. Aye, oh, right, the corner. I mean, that, when it starts turning, right. that's brilliant. Yeah. That's that's the cheaper seats, I know. So that was that was a good yeah. good move, I think, with me. But aye, uh, the goal behind the goals at Hamden, you're you're taking a binoculars just to see the goal in front of you, never mind the other end. It feels as though you're not even at the game sometimes. I remember the, the last cup final we were at, I was, we were behind the goals, I mean, right up the back, like four or five rows for the back, and it just felt like you were so detached for the pitch in the game. You could have been anywhere else. 
you compare it with somewhere like say, like like Tynecastle, for instance. Tynecastle's right on the pitch. Yeah. He just felt as though you were like miles away from <laughs> the show. Watch it in the pub. Tynecastle the back row is probably closer to the pitch than Hamden Front row. Probably right. So I stuck. It's just it's a farcier stadium, and I think that was proof last year with the with the finals and stuff being held, um, being held at Parkhead, the Scotland games at Parkhead. Come on, so let's just knock this in the head, man. Well, it's a waste of time. I mean, there's some talk about the SRU offer not Murrayfield now for that uh, when yeah. the SFA's contract with Hamden runs out in 2020. It's a strange thing to look at, but you should look at it. I mean, because I've been, I was at Murrayfield for their European games in the, in the summer there, and it's, I mean, I sat behind the goal for long enough, and it was fine. It's, it's yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's as good as Celtic Park and Ibrox, but. Better than Hamden. It's miles better than Hamden, and you're never going to agree to anybody saying we'll just shoot yeah. Celtic Park at Ibrox because at no. some point you get Celtic versus Rangers in a final when you go. Yep. When you throw venue as a oh, we've no got one because we shot Hamden. <clears throat> Murrayfield's bigger as well. Money sixty-seven thousand or something. Aye, sixty-seven thousand. Aye. So, decent aye, transport yeah. links as well. Do you know what I mean? Aye, decent to put the trams in because yep. uh, that's what we that's what we did. We went through to Murrayfield, departed outside Edinburgh, and then got the tram for the 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 parking ride and just like drops you off straight at Murrayfield. Right. So that would be my preference, definitely. Uh, but I still can't get an update on how many tickets Dundee United have sold for Saturday. But I'm sure, as I think, speaking earlier, I think a couple of weeks ago I'd seen that they'd sold about 7,500, but there's been no update for a while. Can't see anything on the website or Twitter or anything like that. Um, they've made a new signing, Ryan McGowan. I don't know if is that cleared. I think I'm, st- I'm still waiting on national clearance at the weekend there, that's why he couldn't play. But uh, it's a decent signing. Uh, good good player. But whether, yeah, whether he, I don't know whether he'll feature on Saturday, but don't know. What a few signings this window. Somebody's in the top flight. Because <laughs> we've certainly no made any, apart from the pre contact with McKay Stephen. Uh, uh, do we need to talk about the Celtic Rangers game? Cause it's up to you. Everybody's uh, going to be talking about it for the next week. It's, I'm, I'm kind of glad we're focusing on Aberdeen Dundee United game because that's going to get sort of looked over as everybody goes oh it's Aberdeen Rangers because I mean you've seen BBC even getting excited about it for weeks oh the return of the fixture no 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 it's going to be mayhem it's, there's going to be some football played that might be good and will probably not be it'll probably be garbage I'm just glad I'm not going to be in Glasgow on Sunday so much <laughs> The the, the the one place in the world I don't want to be on Sunday is at Hamden because I feel the worst to be honest there's there's three years just about of pent up anger about to spill out for the worst of our support and the worst of their support yeah it's just it's, it's a bit of a shame I was, I was talking to some of the guys at work today and I was kind of hoping that because it's been a while since we've had this game and, and everybody's sort of realised that we can you know, the game in Scotland can survive out this fixture. You know, we've done all right. It's been okay. Nothing's, nothing's stopped. Nothing's fallen to bits. It's kind of hoping we'd maybe step back for it and say, Do you know what? It's not. It's not this massive fixture anymore. It's not such a big deal. But it just seems to be as the games getting nearer, and you'll see it in the papers this week and the media this week. It will start to slowly getting cranked up, and it's like, just I wish you just wouldn't do it. We don't need it. This game doesn't need cranked up. Any way, shape, or form, it just needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And it needs to get ninety minutes and get it out of the way, and it's done. And then we get back to just what we had before, because we don't, nobody wants to get back to this nonsense we had five, six years ago, where the season was underpinned by more or less four games. Yeah. Nobody wants to get back. It was never any good. I mean, even when that existed, people moaned about it because it wasn't exciting. And now, now there's ever since twenty twelve happened, there's been this clamour to get the fixture back somehow. I don't think it was 
And then, oh, then you get people like uh, Keith Jackson in the, the Daily Record today moaning it all be rubbish. So you've spent three years wanting this fixture back, now you're moaning it's going to be garbage on Sunday. Yeah. What's the point in that? The only time it was ever exciting is maybe when it sometimes went to the last day of the season. Maybe that was a wee bit exciting, but even then... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I mean, I know what you're saying, Chris, about Hamden and that. And I mean, I, I, in some in some respects, what goes on inside Hamden, it is what it is, you know, and it's, it's always going to be that way. And if that's just, if that's the worst that happens, then in some ways, I think that's probably, we'll probably get away with one. It's just, my worry is everything else that goes alongside it and what happens out with Hamden and right. towns over the west of Scotland and Ayrshire. And you just, that's what I could do with it. I mean, if it's confined to just Hamden, and 90 minutes of bailing or the rest of it, well, if that's your bag and you want to go and do that, well, go and do it and, and, and go and do it in Hamden and then forget about it. But it's when it starts spilling out and everything else. And I think everybody's just, I think everybody's just got their fingers crossed and their breath held that mm-hmm. it just goes off on Sunday without too much shenanigans because it's the last thing we need is another blooming cells filled up all over the country. We just, hopefully the country's moved on a bit for all that. That's what I was kind of hoping with this break for a few years. Everything's just kind of shifted. But I've just, I fear, like you, I fear the worst. I'd, I'd love to think so, but I think instead of just people moving on, people have built up. It's kind of the, hatred, the hatred that they like getting it is just ready to burst now. And I can, I can see mayhem. And like you say, I think the mayhem might not even be at the game itself. It might be Aye, out in the streets in Glasgow more, later on. Quite often, to be fair, I don't think there's too much trouble at the game. It is usually, unfortunately, the as Greg was saying earlier, the towns, the cities, and all that outside the ground and folk that probably don't even really care much for the football. It's just, oh, you've got a, a green top, you've got a blue top, oh well, let's have a fight. Like, <laughs> right? yeah. just daft. And as, as, as you've both said, like, we've all... As both said, like you'd you would think society could move on from that kind of thing, but uh, unfortunately, I think in our as much as, as long as we live, I think there'll always be some idiots that still harp back, back to the, the old days and all that and the supposed good old times. Yeah, sorry, right. Craig's going though. He'll act as uh, UN peacekeeper. He's good. <laughs> he's got a, he's got an expensive ticket. He paid for a expensive ticket. And he's not happy because he's up in the he's in the south stand. He's up in the shelf, I think. There's like a oh, the upper shelf. Uh, <laughs> There's like a shelf that sticks. There's a kiddie on top here on the south side. <laughs> he's right, but he's right back in the corner. So he's probably got. A, he's probably got a rubbish seat. So he's not happy. He paid over the odds for his for his ticket. But he, he's going to go on Sunday. And he's going on Sunday, and I believe he's off on Monday as well. So yes, he's he's, he's, taking he's, 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 he's probably ready for being in the shelves. One of one of the best seats I had at Hampton actually was the back row of the north stand for the Scotland-Holland game years back when McFadden scored that lovely deflected goal. Oh, and then also we get shown 6-0 a few days later. <laughs> yeah, we don't uh, talk about the second leg of that. Just gloss over that. <laughs> but I know, it was brilliant. It was like, it was like uh, almost, it was padded seats in the football. Really? And the view was brilliant. Aye, North Sand, I was, I think the bit I went in, you were going up escalators to get to your seat. Mm-hmm. I don't just a double is. ticket. It wasn't like a hospitality. It was any, just a normal ticket, right. but we get lucky enough to get the back row. It's brilliant, dude. Any time I've, I've been near the back row in the north stand, it's basically the pie stalls and stuff behind you. You can climb over the back of your seat and walk to straight to a pie stall. Oh, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute, actually. You're, no. the, you're in the south stand. BT south stand, it must have been. Aye, that's aye, south stand. Aye. Usually I would get tickets in the north stand anyway, but I was that one time we were in the BT south stand. Terrific. As long as you're not behind the goal. 
Oh. Anyway, let's hope we're talking about football next weekend or next next podcast on Monday. Aye, hopefully uh, Craig and we can still talk. Aye, I'm sure we will. In terms of sitting out of the football, like, oh, right, yeah. but I think I, I should recover from Saturday. Anyway. I, hope, I, hope, I hope it's approved song. He's singing, he's not singing any naughty. <laughs> Aye. He claims he doesn't know any of his songs in my arse. <laughs> I've seen his song book yeah. and his drawer at work. I know these songs. If you listen to them. Aye, so, well, we should probably say it's not just the, the, the League Cup semi-finals that are at the weekend, because obviously there's uh, other Premiership fixtures, so let's I'm, move on to the, the, the predictory. A mouth of water in the AFSPL oh, there is, oh, no, there's a Friday night, Partick Thistle versus St Mirren, that should be quite entertaining. Uh, it's a sensible one. A sensible I'm one. assuming that one's on the telly. It'll probably BT Sport <sighs> if it is. I think so, aye. Got to be PT. Aye, that bit. Unless I'm just trying to get the, the, the Glasgow-based game out of the way for the weekend. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't checked the, 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 the tele uh, schedules. It probably is on the tele. If it is, it's not. Aye, I would think it. so. If it's on a Friday, you'd Friday, Friday night, 7.45 kick-off. Perfect for us, so it won't be some I'm going to have to go with... Hang on, what did Partick Thistle do last? It was a draw? Aye, alright, I'll take Partick Thistle one then. Because it'll, it'll be nothing... If, the one thing won't be is a draw. Yep. I'm going to say 2-0 Aye, 2-0 for me as well Easy home man uh, I'll go for 3-1 Partick Thistle That already could be a wee contender Aye, I know oh. I need to check the odds in that one 17-20 Partick Thistle Is that? Oh, that sounds good Did you still do that? But, and, did you do that last week? We never looked I completely forgot uh, <laughs> I've got him here You've got it You've got it You're on your goal What's uh, St Mirren? Uh, they are twenty nine to ten. <laughs> so if you oh. get twenty quid, if you get ten quid, you're losing ten quid. Because <laughs> it's <Saint Martin. laughs> Aye, Q Saint Mirren wouldn't. <laughs> ah, no chance to chronic. Uh, they're the ones that keep me going, Greg, aren't they? It's it's one of all the great, it's one of us. I'm only, I'm only watching those two results. Nothing <laughs> else. Uh, no surprise. Anyway, right, it's three games on the Saturday. First up, we have Dundee at home at Hamilton. Mm. Dundee are a nice wee run in today, couldn't they? Yeah, they're going well. Hamilton are on a terrible run. Have they scored in three games? Um, they're probably due to score, so I'm going to go... I'm going to say 2-1 Dundee. Going to go one each? Uh, I was thinking 2-1 Dundee. Uh, odds for that one Dundee are 13 to 10 the draw is 11 to 5 and Hamilton are 23 to 10 with McBookie ok second game on Saturday is Inverness at home to Ross County nice wee Highland derby for us hmm. it's got to be Inverness win surely it's got to be a home win uh, you would think but uh, <sighs> derby in it uh, no, I'm going I suppose Ross County would be as defensive as they were against us I'll say 2-0 uh, Inverness. I think it'll be tighter than that. Uh, I'll go 1-0 Inverness. Yeah, I think 3-0 Inverness. Okay. In terms of that game, Inverness are 9-20, the draws 11-4, and Ross County are 7-1. Inverness are <laughs> terrible words for Inverness, isn't it? Right, final game of the weekend in the Premiership is Mullawat at home at St Johnson. Do you think you're going to get in, Greg? I don't see us winning. 
I don't see us running. I, I, there's half a chance we might get a point. I, I, I don't know, man. St. John's not a value here. They're, they're 11, 11 to 10 for the way running. You know, going by current current form, that looks like a decent price. So, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Aye, I'm, 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 I'm thinking St. Johnson probably 2-1, maybe. Aye, I think Motherwell nil St. Johnson won. I'm going to be optimistic and say one each. See, I was just about to suggest we could have part of this with Dundee and Valais and St. Johnson for the charity bit. Now listen, I'm, I'm happy if he's going St. Johnson if you want. I don't mind. I'm only, I'm only going one each because, you know, I feel like I'm duty-bound to have to. I think, do you know what? Yeah, one each. We might win. <laughs> we might win on Saturday. We're going to win. We're going to win some, at some point. But I, I'm not sure it's going to be Saturday, to be honest. One thing is St. Johnson's away records hit and miss. So that might go in your favour. I will McFadden's back. He's back for his suspension, so you'll probably stick a couple of goals in. <laughs> for old times sake, chuck a couple, you know. Well, if we have just the first three, which is Partick Thistle, Dundee and Inverness treble, uh, tenor on that returns £61.70. That sounds not bad. That sounds all right. But all three of those teams, maybe Dundee's the only one that might be potentially up against it, but the other two... Other two should be sure. And if we throw in St. Johnson, it goes up to £129.56. Ah, that takes St. Johnson out of that one. We've got to beat somebody up. soon. <laughs> what, um, what about if we're unsure? What are we most unsure about? Maybe the Dundee one? Mm. You think that's. Or Don't the three, that, probably. Yeah, Dundee. Because you've got, you've got Falkirk at it, 3 to 5 at home and Barton. After beating Hearts. Played good Aye. stuff, by all accounts. Aye. Played some nice football. In terms of that, and then looking, I mean, I don't know where we want to go for. I mean, we're struggling with our body. We'd probably struggle with a single just now. I, um, I, th- I think we need to dial it back. I think it's, it's, it's just, at a stage of the season now. Well, I mean, we three home start, wins in the Premiership. Perhaps. We need to start looking at just it's not reasonable. chipping in smaller amounts, certainties. The only problem with the three home wins with this old Dundee and Inverness is one of them's a Friday night, so if that gets scuppered, then we're done yes, for the that's weekend. that's the rule, isn't it? That's the number let's, one rule. Let's don't not, the Friday night let, game. Let, let's, let's scrap the Friday night let's game. Scrap the Friday game. Um, and then, right, so Inverness. Do you want Inverness at 9 to 20? I reckon Inverness, aye. At 9 to 20, it's just real been there, I think. Oh, a good uh, shot. Who have Hearts got? They've got Alawa, I think, and they're 4 to 11. They're away. Away, garbage. Weather, but that's pretty crap. Hibs. Hibs are at Walmart Rovers, 9-20. Also pretty so again, garbage. Queen of South, away to Beast. It's 37 to 40. Dunfermline, I wouldn't bet on Dunfermline if my wife depended no. on it, because they've been rotten recently. Four for it, Green up Morton, that's a cracking game. I wouldn't bet on that, I know. Stringara, 2-5, by the way. At home, it's Darling Albion. Aye. That's top know, versus bottom, that... isn't it? I think we're going to take Longworth yeah. in the... The, the first yeah, goal the first scorer, scorer, so do we go for Strand and double up not? Again, the odds are just the odds aren't really worth the risk. No, put five. five, it's pretty, we've already got a 9 to 20 in there, and Inverness is us. Um, and we're thinking Dundee's dodgy as well, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, is that a film Brave of the Air? Berwick at home to Elgin, 3 to any, 4. Any production for us is 
Don't know. Maybe we've gone recently. Aye, let's just go. Let's go something simple. What did we say originally? The three home wins. Aye, Thistle, Dundee, and Inverness. Let's just go with that. I, I, e- I think even if it's Friday, one's cup, is it? Aye, Thistle are bound to beat St. Byrne. Bound to beat St. Byrne. Thistle are flying. Or we just go Dundee, Inverness, double. Inverness, Dundee, double. It's only a turn in 33, and we don't get state back. Do we take a chance and go in for S minus one? I think Greg, you don't know. I think Ross County will just park your bus. Aye, uh, possible. I think they'll look at that as maybe try to take a point. Oh, here, here's a thought. See if we take Dundee, Inverness, Falkirk and Hearts. A tenor on that is 72, 76 back. Let's do that. Right. Let's I like that. the sound of that. Let's go with that. It's I a like four fold, which is brave yep. for us, but uh, so, Dundee to win against Hamilton, Inverness to win against Ross County, Falkirk to win against Dumbarton, and the only away game is Hearts at Alwa. So, ah, yeah, sounds good to me. And £10 on that from McBookie, it returns £72.76. And I would not have the odds for Longworth to run there yet, but that's our first goal scorer. And we're all agreeing that one. Yep. yep. Aye, we, need to put the pre- we need to put the pressure on him as well because he's on Twitter. So he's getting mentioned. He's he's getting mentioned. That seems like a plan. I think Craig went off for the seventy-six minute, didn't he? Because he was in this earlier as well. I hopefully he didn't go for an injury, and it was just be better maybe just check and see it wasn't an injury. Oh, good point. (laughs) In terms of that, it's it's all right. It's all right. See if it is. It's Craig's fault. Don't worry about it. Uh, Disney. Aye, you're a Aye, they heard about it. Nah, they, made, they made two subs in the 76 minute. They took off Sterling as well. It's a time. double sub. Aye, double Game sub. Was one. Never, never going to be an injury that one. Game wasn't even one, it was not an each, I think. They drew one each. He's been garbage. <laughs> I want to stick him on here. Ah, he's due. He's definitely due. Alright. Well, I think that's us then, because that's, yep. uh, the production's done. Charity Bet's ready again. We've talked about all the games for last week. We've talked about the the upcoming League Cup semi finals. All we need to do the is the cup, uh, the wee cup, uh, the Diddy Cup. It's still the Diddy Cup. <laughs> do you want to do you want to mention the benefit game yesterday? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I had a bit of a, a moan about it last week on the, on the podcast that the, not much had been said about the Fernando Nixon benefit game, but there was quite a lot of uh, press. In the, the the week the build up to it, so that was that seems to have done the trick. Because uh, I think, uh, for what I've seen in the pictures, the club deck might have been actually closed. But uh, despite that, they still got forty one thousand inside uh, Ibrox for for another action, and uh, hopefully that's raised quite a bit of money for um, motor neuron oh, disease know. Scotland. Which, nice, uh, uh, nice uh, touch for Celtic as well. Aye, Did any of you see the the, the footage from it? I didn't know. It's yep. heartbreaking stuff. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I was never a big fan of Fernando Nixon when he was at Rangers when he as a player. Uh, I, my big memory was getting subbed after about half an hour in the, the, the game 1-6-2 and Bobby Peter turned him inside out a few times. I think he sent off the next time he played against us. But uh, aye, it's, it's, it's just heartbreaking seeing the, how, how the guys deteriorated physically. And he's obviously, the, 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 the guy's still as sharp as a tack in there. But, uh, yeah. It's the body's given way. It's. I mean, you, you could see he was he was emotionally overcome with the the welcome he got, and it was a, a crack welcome as you'd expect. 
but uh, you can see he's, he's struggling on his legs. Um, he, he, he struggles to raise his arms to even applaud. It's just it's it's probably on the forum somewhere. This video, he's, if he's, if you can get on there and check it out. If it's not, I'll, I'll stack it up there later. Ah, uh, you had to get carried around the pitch as well at the end for his like up of honour. I mean, he did he did well. I mean, he, he, he posed for the photos before the game. He, he, Strictly speaking, his team kicked off with 12 men because he was the man that kicked off the game. Uh, I don't think he took part in any of it, but uh, I don't think he was physically able. So, But yeah, hopefully that's raised a bit of money, it's, 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 it's raised a bit of awareness. The, the, the sad fact of motor neuron disease is there isn't a cure. He's, he's not going to get any better, not unless they, they discover some know, sort of treatment. Did Ali McCoy get to go to the game? Not that I saw. They let, no, they never let him in. Which is a bit of a. It's a bit petty, to be honest. Let's face it, yeah, that, that, so that well. wasn't a Rangers event. That was a, a oh, Fernando Rickson event. They yeah, hired Ibrox. That was, that was something, something more than all of that. Yeah, I mean, they, they, should, they should have been there. But uh, I'm sure uh, McCoy still be doing his own stuff and he'll be helping out with Fernando in some way. Because he's, he's, he's quite big in charities, McCoy. So I can't imagine him not being involved in that somewhere along the line. Uh, I, I think I tweeted... Um, it was a Just Given page from the SFF podcast Twitter account. That, uh, if you if you check back for last week, you maybe if you want to donate, there's that. Um, there's I think there's the Motor Neuron Disease Scotland Twitter account, it's MND Scotland. Yeah. If you check that out as well, there's probably stuff on there that'll let you uh, donate if you want to do that as well. It's maybe a shout for the charity money this year. Because there'll be, be yeah. Money uh, it's definitely something to bear in mind. Uh, aye, it was a, I think 7-4, I think was the result. I don't know the result of a matters in these things, but it was a Fernando Rickson select against the Rangers select. So it was some, I mean, some decent uh, players The Rangers the... select was, uh, was looked pretty good. It was a kind of, who's who? Uh, Bob Agony for the last 20 years. That's been brutally We've said all the nice things. Let's get back. Oh, yeah, see if I put the boot in, EBT11, that's what it looks like to me. Aye, but fair play to them, man. That is, at least it was a, you know, at least the guy I could turn at the guys that would, you know, pull the crowds in. The, the old Star Eleven was a bit, <laughs> it's a bit threadbare at times, but uh, it's, it's good to get a good crowd. So I fair play. Uh, see, I, I, did I read James Beatty played for the the other one and scored? <laughs> oh, no doubt, aye, no doubt. <laughs> now he could score for Rangers when he was there. Sorry, but aye, I don't think it was a, a cracking day. So uh, I'm glad, it, I'm, I'm glad it was a, a good celebration. And I'm glad there was a lot of people turned out in the end. So. Fair point, it's probably the fullest Ibrox will be this season. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, I think that's probably a good place to end. We'll put, we'll, we've, done, we've done the generous but we've put a boot yeah. in. Good to disaster. We've done, done the charity <laughs> Let's go. Alright, well, thanks for listening everybody. And, uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Hey, brother. Cheers. See you later. I'll speak to you next week. Alright, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>